A chemist and a designer team up to weave solar panels into fabric. By Kristen A. Schmidt, from Smithsonian. I'm Mark Schechtman. For years, fabric designer Marianne Fairbanks made solar-charged handbags. Her company, Noon Solar, was geared toward the high-end, urban-based fashion market and, at its peak, was selling in 30 stores in the United States and Canada. While Noon Solar closed its doors in 2010, Fairbanks, who joined the University of Wisconsin-Madison in 2014 as an assistant professor in the School of Human Ecology, was still intrigued with the concept of solar design. Once she arrived on campus, Fairbanks discovered Tricia Andrew, an assistant professor of organic chemistry now at the University of Massachusetts Amherst. Andrew's specialty is in developing low-cost, lightweight solar cells. Specifically, she had created an organic, dye-based solar cell on paper. The collaboration between the two began with an innocent phone call. I asked Trish, says Fairbanks, if we could apply her idea that she'd used on paper onto a textile. And that's how our project started. The way that today's wearable electronics are created is a simple process of packaging, says Andrew. A Fitbit or an Apple Watch, they all have a PCB, printed circuit board, which holds the little electronic circuit. It allows you to wear that device. But to me, that's not real wearable electronics. That's only something that is patched onto another material. Their shared passion for solar innovation now has them working towards finalizing the design of a solar textile. While Fairbanks' plans are to ultimately cultivate a finished fabric, Andrew hopes to take that fabric and actually manufacture marketable products. Andrew envisions fabric panels for heated car seats or even small solar panels sewn into a larger garment. Historically, solar panels have been made out of glass or plastic, materials that are hard and can be destroyed fairly easily. Researchers first turned to textiles in 2001 in an effort to create a solar component that is pliable, breathable, and flexible. Since then, solar fabrics have been incorporated into stadium covers, carports, and even wearable art. But Andrew and Fairbanks claim that their fabric is superior to other groups in breathability, strength, and density. Not only have they figured out how to utilize their process on any type of fabric, but because this is a collaboration between scientist and designer, they also have the ability to broaden the scope of solar textiles within a more commercial, consumer-friendly market. The biggest problem is that textiles, from an engineering and chemistry concern, are that they're incredibly rough, says Andrew. They're a three-dimensional substrate. They're not flat. Their solar cell consists of one layer of fabric that has four coats of different polymers. The first coat is poly, 3,4-ethylene-dioxytheophen, or PEDOT, which Andrew and her postdoc research assistant, Lu Shai Chong, discovered worked incredibly well to increase a fabric's conductivity. The other three coats are various semiconducting dyes, such as blue-dye-copper thalocyanine, that act as the photoactive layers, or light absorbers, for the cell. Andrew and Fairbanks have achieved repeated success with the first two coats, but are still working out the kinks for coats three and four. Fabrics, as opposed to smooth and shiny glass or plastic, are porous, which makes evenly coating them with specific polymers a bit tricky. If you consider how a piece of fabric is created, it's made up of multiple fibers twisted together. Each fiber will have a different level of roughness, which, from a chemistry standpoint, includes multiple light scales, nanometer, micrometer, etc. In order to actually put the electronically conductive polymer over that surface, you have to traverse all of these different light scales, says Andrew. And that's hard. To get around this issue, 
Andrew decided to try chemical vapor deposition, CVD, a technique typically reserved for inorganic experiments that use hard substrates like metals or plastics. By taking advantage of the mass transport properties, or the general physical laws governing the movement of mass from one point to another, Andrew can uniformly coat any arbitrary substance, including fabric, because the nanomaterials used don't care about the surface of the substrate. Even better, she applies the PEDOT within a vacuum. The next step was determining which fabrics would work best. I brought over silk, wool, nylon, all of these different substrates, says Fairbanks, noting that the materials were standard samples from Joanne Fabrics. To test the fabrics, they coated each one with PEDOT and other semiconductor materials, then hooked them up to electrode clips and wires. They applied voltage and measured the output current for each swatch. Some of them would warm up and take the energy and translate it into heat.